Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be here with you today and to talk about changing your life in 30 minutes a day. What am I talking about? How can this be done? And I'm really excited to share some new information with you about how to become more lean and lose more fat in just 30 minutes a day. This is life-changing and I'm excited to share it with you. I don't know about you, but for me, most of my life struggling with losing weight and becoming leaner and making good food choices and trying to become the weight that I want to be, I really thought, and I still fall into this trap or this mindset, that the more exercise and the harder I push myself, the more lean, the more fat I will lose. And I think we're, we're all taught this, right, in society. It's like eat less and move more. If we cut our calories down and we eat less and we get our heart rate up, we're going to lose weight. We're going to be thinner. We're going to reach our weight loss goals. And this has been me most of my life. If my workout wasn't hard enough, if I didn't sweat enough, if it wasn't, you know, getting my heart rate up so high that I was out of breath, I felt like it didn't count. And I had heard quite a few times that walking was such a wonderful thing for weight loss, but I never really understood how. And now I understand it and I'm starting to implement it. And it has been a life changing thing for me. And I want to share it with you. So first of all, fat burning or losing fat, what does that mean? When I say that, what do I mean? And I think it's really important that we understand that burning fat or fat loss is a hormonal shift in your body. It's a metabolic shift. So your body has two ways for it to get its energy. The first way is through food, right? We feed it food. It turns that food into sugar, into our bloodstream, and the body burns it right away. So when we are fed, when we have fed our body and we have sugar in our blood, we are in a fed state. Our body is using that food or sugar for energy. We also have an engine to burn fat. And we are at our healthiest when our body switches between the two. When it can burn sugar when we're in a fed state and it can burn the stored fat on our body 
when we're in a fasted state or when our body is in between meals and the blood sugar is low and the insulin is low and the body uses our fat that's stored on our bodies as its fuel. Now, this is the best way to become more lean. If you are fat adapted or in fat burning mode and your body is relying on your extra body fat for energy, it's the most ideal way to lose weight and get leaner because your body is literally feeding itself on the fat stores that it has been holding for you in case you get hungry. So you're not hungry all of the time and you have a lot of energy when your body can shift between the two. And that's what we want. We want our body to use sugar and food when we're being active And we want it to use our fat stores when we're more relaxed and we're not as active. So what we want is we want the best of both worlds, right? We want the body to shift between the two. Now for the body to be in fat burning mode, our body also needs to be in a non-stress state. And this is where stress can play a really important role in losing weight. If you find that you're doing all of the right things, you're making all of the right food choices, and you're exercising, you might have stress in the way. Because what happens is our body is really wired for survival. Like that's its only job, right, is our body wants to survive. And God created us so beautifully. If you think back in the days before we had shelter, our body needed to be on guard, right? Because so many things could threaten your survival, animals, weather, right? Being rejected from the tribe. There were so many things when living out on the land that would threaten our survival. And so our body and our brain is really hardwired for survival. So if it thinks that it is being threatened in some way, then it will go into sugar burning, So let me explain. So let's just say you are being chased by a dog down the street. Your body knows, right, that you need to run and run as fast as you can. It is being threatened. And when it's threatened and you need to get your heart rate up and you need to get your body running down the street, the body starts to release sugar that has been stored in your muscles and your organs. So it has easy access to fuel, to fuel your body to run. So when you are in a stress state, the body likes to burn sugar. It needs sugar. It's the easiest way for it to fuel whatever stress you're having. Now, if you're in a relaxed state and you're having fun and you're not stressed 
and you're relaxing and having a good time, the body is not threatened. The body does not need sugar for immediate fuel to get you safe, right? Running away to safety. So when we're relaxed and we're in a non-stress state, that's when we want our body to be burning fat. So what I want you to think about is when you are in a fasted state. So let's say you ate dinner at 7 p.m. and you went to bed at 10 p.m. And you, and you did not eat from 7 to 10, right? So you went to bed three hours before your last meal. You gave your body a lot of time to digest. And now you've slept from 10 to 6. And you're getting up and now it's 7 a.m. Now you've had 12 hours of rest without food. You are in a fasted state. Overnight, your body most likely went into fat burning mode, right? Because it's gone a long time without eating, without sugar. Now, I used to think that if I got up and did a workout where I got my heart rate up, either I did a run or I lifted weights or I, you know, got my heart rate so high that I was sweating, I thought that that was an amazing way to start my day because I would be losing weight. I'd be burning calories. But what I'm learning about our body is when we do that, when we're doing a workout or we're exercising and we're getting our heart rate above 120 beats per minute, the body thinks that it's under stress. It thinks that its survival is being threatened. It really doesn't know whether or not you're being chased by a dog down the street or you're lifting weights and doing, you know, um, uh, some kind of knee raises or marches or running of some sort, right? It doesn't know. It It just knows that your heart rate is up and that you might be threatened for survival. So in order for it to fuel that exercise and that workout, It needs to release sugar from your muscles, from your liver, and it's going to burn sugar. It's not going to access your fat stores, right? Because sugar is so much easier for it to burn when you're in a stress state. So what we want to do is we want to go for a leisurely walk when we first wake up, before we eat breakfast. When we're in that fasted state, if we could take a 30-minute walk leisurely to not get our heart rate up above 120 beats per minute, then our body is going to start releasing fat cells from our stored fat because it's not stressed. It doesn't think it needs to survive. It doesn't need to fuel survival. And so I want to challenge you to maybe start walking before you eat your first meal. And it doesn't have to be 
a long walk or a strenuous walk. In fact, we want it to be a nice walk that keeps our heart rate under 120 beats per minute. And it will start releasing fat into your bloodstream, the stored fat, instead of turning your stored sugar stores into the blood and now you're burning sugar. And we want to save our harder workouts, our workouts where we're lifting weights or we're getting our heart rate up above 120 beats per minute. We want to save those for why, when we're in a fed state. We could do those after we eat because our body needs the sugar and the carbohydrates and the food to fuel that workout. So here's what I want to... I just want to throw out a challenge. If if you have been really trying to work out every day and eat all the right foods and do all of the right things and you're not seeing results, I want to challenge you just like I'm challenging myself. And this is going to be a challenge for me. For years, I have been doing harder workouts first thing in the morning, doing all of my weightlifting, doing all of my high intensity interval training workouts first thing in the morning. And for the last three weeks, I've been doing leisurely walks in the morning and it has been an amazing shift for me. The challenge for me comes in doing a fed workout either later in the afternoon or later in the morning. So here's my challenge for you. Wherever you are in this, maybe you're not walking at all right now. Maybe you're not exercising at all right now. So your challenge would be to, even if it's one minute before you get in the shower or before you eat your first meal, you wake up and you say, I'm going to walk around the house do one lap around the house before I get ready for my day or before I eat my breakfast. Or maybe it's, you know, I'm going to do five or 10 minutes before I get ready. I'm going to take a walk around my neighborhood for 10 minutes. Start with one minute and then just add a little bit every day and watch your brain want to tell you it's not enough. Because this is what our brain does. Our brain's going to say, oh, walking one minute a day isn't going to do anything. If you can't do a full 30 to 60 minutes, you might as well do none of it. Don't let your brain do that. Because we want to create small wins for ourselves. So if you're waking up in the morning and you're taking one lap around the house and it takes you one or two minutes good for you. That's a small win. And it is going to snowball into more wins, right? So right now I'm doing a 30 minute walk before I eat breakfast. Um, I'm getting up and putting on my workout clothes. And instead of doing a hard workout, I'm doing a 30 minute walk outside, which by the way, to get the early morning sun on your eyes and getting out in the fresh air for 30 minutes in the morning, it does amazing things for your soul, for your spirit, for your energy. It's not just to get lean and lose fat. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So if you can start small, start small. 
I'm starting at 30 minutes and I'm challenging myself to get up to 60 minutes over time. So I just add a little bit here and there. So whatever that challenge is for you, start where you are and add a little bit each day and see how you feel and see if it helps you get leaner over time. And then you can start doing your fed workouts once a week. Maybe you want to do a little bit of weightlifting, or maybe you want to get a run in, or maybe you want to do some kind of resistant at home video, um, weight training, whatever that looks like. Once you're in the habit of doing your morning fasted walk, then you can add a resistant workout in your fed state later in the day, one to three times a week. And I hope that this, for me, when I learned the science behind how my body would respond to a fasted walk, it motivated me so much to do more walking. And as I've done more walking, it's given me more time to pray while I'm walking. It's given me more time to clear my head. It's given me more time to be by myself in the quiet. It's also given me more time to listen to an audiobook or a podcast and feed my mind with beautiful things and quiet time with God. And that leads me to John 12, 35, where it says, Jesus replied, my light will shine for you just a little longer. Walk in the light while you can, so the darkness will not overtake you. Those who walk in the darkness cannot see where they are going. So to walk in the light means to stay as close to Jesus as you can through prayer and Bible study and fellowship with other Christians. And walking in Christ's light will help you more clearly see the opportunities he sends you. And my friend, for me, walking in the morning while the sun is rising has been a beautiful opportunity for me to stay closer to him. So I hope you take that challenge and I hope this helps. And if you want to work with me and lose 30 pounds in 90 days, feel free to book a free consult with me. The link is in the show notes. I would love to spend some time with you. It's a 30 minute free call where I will teach you the reasons we overeat and we can figure out specifically why you are stuck and if you want to get unstuck. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening to the Christian Weight Loss Podcast. And until next week, let's go live our life in grace, unlimited self-love, and victorious in Jesus.